Good morning. I just looked at the phone. I was trying to set things up and I was like, oh, it's 10.01 already. So hopefully some of you are here. Let's get started. Okay, let's try that. Looks like Sammy is on. Hello, guys. Okay, Sammy, I'm trying to accept it. Did it work? Oh, there we go. <laughs> I, I was like accepting, but it like kept showing still. So I'm like, oh, maybe it didn't work. So just taking a how are you? Uh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> are you? That's, that's not, you're not the only one that comes on here and says that. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I. I even get nervous and I'm not the one always sharing my story. So you're not alone in that one because that's what being vulnerable is, right? The butterflies happen for sure. Okay, well, I'm so glad to have you here. This is sweet Sammy. We met in Anya as well. Um, she's not the first one on here. And I'm sure she won't be the last because there's amazing women in that group that have so much goodness to share. Don't you agree? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to let Sammy introduce herself and let you know a little bit more about her personally, and then we'll get into her story after that. <coughs> oh, and I think it's frozen. We'll see if we can get her back on here. <coughs> Wait just a little bit. Thanks to you guys who are joining in. Am I frozen too? Can you guys comment and tell me? Am I frozen or is it just Sammy? <clears throat> if I can see your comments. Maybe I'll try to get on here too and see. I might have to start a new one and have you guys join over there. Let's see. See another request coming in. Oh, okay. Does that work? Yeah. Are you back? <laughs> yeah. I just got a thing that said like, thanks for being a part of their live. And it was like, wait, I'm not done. <laughs> oh, wait. That's weird. Yeah. I don't think I pushed anything. I was like, uh, she's frozen. Yeah. So I had to like get out of it and then get back in and request again. So. Okay. Okay. I was just asking them. I was like, am I frozen? Is it just her? Oh, yeah. And I just got your message that said, said it kicked me off. Okay. So. Hopefully we're good. <laughs> okay. Let's hear from Sammy. Tell us a little bit about yourself for those of you, for those that don't know you. <laughs> hey, um, so I'm Sammy Bassett. Um, let's see. I don't even know. I've been married for 10 years this November. Ooh. So that's exciting. 
and we have three girls. Um, we have an eight, a six-year-old and an almost four-year-old, and they are so cute and so sassy and fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have been a nurse for over 10 years. Um, I actually just quit my job. Oh. <laughs> little scary but um i'm gonna kind of put my focus into writing a mental health workbook for kids so i'm excited about that i am too <laughs> um and yeah like you said i've been part of anya for whew, almost four years um and have met a lot of incredible people um like you so um to kind of get into my story a little bit um for anybody that like really knows me they know that i've always been a grandpa's girl <laughs> um my cute grandpa we call him papa p um he just he's always kind of been more of a dad to me than a grandpa um you know when my mom was like sick with my younger brother and pregnant he would take me to my dance class and every every single week he would take me out on night um until, you know, I got more siblings and things kind of got crazy. And so he's always been really special to me. <laughs> um, and in 2021, uh, no, 2022, he uh, got really, really sick. And we, you know, thought we were going to lose him. And then he got better. And he was, you know, in and out of the hospital for um, a while. And as a nurse, you know, I was kind of like his personal his personal nurse. <laughs> and I'd communicate with his doctors. And I, you know, I was always, always there. I was always visiting him, taking him to doctor's appointments, helping out. Um, and in July, he got admitted to the hospital again. And right around the same time, we found out that we were pregnant. And um, he was in the hospital because he had MRSA, which is a, an antibiotic resistant infection. Um, and I talked to his physician and he, they said it would be okay to like go visit, but I was still nervous. Um, I was, I knew that something wasn't quite right with my pregnancy. Um, and we were testing hormone levels and I was just really scared to go and visit him because I didn't want to, I didn't want to screw things up with my pregnancy. Um, and so I talked to him on the phone, um, but it was really hard not to like actually be there with him. Um, and one morning I found out that my hormone levels had dropped. And so I called my nurse, um, at the doctor's office and she's like, yeah, you probably, you know, had a miscarriage. If you want, you can come back in a week and we can, you know, check again, but, uh, I don't think your levels are going back up. Um, <clears throat> and so we were really, really disheartened by that, obviously. And my husband was like, let's go to the beach. Like, that'll cheer us up. <laughs> and I was like, well, if we're going to California, we have to go to Disneyland. Because <laughs> that's one of my favorite places in the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we, like, loaded the kids up in the car and headed to Disneyland. And I was, like, so worried about Papa the whole time, thinking, like, am I just, like, abandoning him? But it was like, no, I need to go. I need to, like, focus on my mental health help like help our family heal from this loss and like it'll all be okay so on our way to Disneyland we got the news that like he was not doing so well um, his heart was basically in failure um, and it wasn't you know connect the different parts of the heart weren't connecting with each other and he was put on a pacemaker 
we were going to talk to the surgeon about maybe doing surgery, but um, I didn't think that he was going to do that. <laughs> so while we were at Disneyland, we, um, you know, I was kind of like on the phone with the surgeon and they had a big family meeting and I was kind of trying to listen in. And uh, my mom called me and was like, he, he doesn't want to do the surgery. He's done fighting. Like he just wants to go. So we're like trying to enjoy Disneyland with our family and also like trying to find flights to get home really fast. Um, and finally my husband's like, you know what? We're just gonna drive through the night. <laughs> um, so we like pack up all of our stuff, leave Disneyland early, don't even go to the beach um, and just like start driving through the night. And I was able to call my papa and talk to him on the way home that night and that was ended up being like the last fully lucid conversation that I was able to have with him. Um, <clears throat> and we were also able to pick up my sister who was flying in from Phoenix uh, to Las Vegas on our way home. And we started having some car trouble and <laughs> didn't know if we were going to make it home, but we did. And I was able to um, go and see Papa. And, you know, we had, we got to spend a couple like last days with him. Um, and then he passed um and with him passing and you know getting ready for the funeral and doing everything I kind of like the thought of like oh yeah you can come back in a week and we'll recheck your hormone levels just like escaped my mind <laughs> I wasn't really thinking about that I was just like mourning papa trying to get ready for the funeral um and so we had his funeral and about a week later I started having cramping and like some spotting and I was like, oh, like, I'm starting my period again. Like, we can start trying for another baby. And I was really excited. And then it was like, this cramping is pretty insane. <laughs> yeah. This is not normal. And it was only on one side. And so I, like, took some Advil and, like, rested. And it went away. And then the next day, it came back. And even with medicine, it was not going away. Um, and I kept wondering, like, should I go to the emergency room? You know? And I feel like so many times you like, especially as a nurse, I like think of like the worst case scenarios. Like I'm like, oh my heck, my appendix burst because it was on my right side or, you know, and then I feel like so many times you go to the doctor, like with this idea in your mind that something's horribly wrong and they're like, no, you're fine. All the time. <laughs> go home. And then it's like, well, that was a waste of time and money. I shouldn't have gone in. And so I was having this battle in my mind of like, what should I do? And I finally decided to pray and like, felt so so strongly that I needed to get into the hospital and so once I like felt the spirit tell me that it was like no question I got to get there right now so I get there and um you know they start doing some tests and the doctor's like so you're pregnant and it was like wait what <laughs> I just had a miscarriage how am I pregnant and he originally thought it was a new pregnancy which was very alarming um but they, the markers for appendicitis weren't really there, and so they did an ultrasound, um, and it turns out that I actually hadn't miscarried. Um, I was an ectopic pregnancy. Um, the doctor said that a lot of times, like, the hormone levels just go all <coughs> over the place. Um, and so they had gone down, but now they were, like, up in, like, the 800s again, and they were higher. Um, and my tube had completely ruptured, and I was bleeding internally. <laughs> oh. um, so before the doctor even came into the room to tell me, like, the surgical team was already on their way to the hospital. Um, 
And so it was, it was quite a shock. <laughs> um, and I asked for a priesthood blessing before I went into surgery and I was terrified. I have like this irrational fear that like, I'm not actually going to be out that I'm just going to be like paralyzed by the medication, <laughs> not asleep and I'm going to be able to feel everything. And I don't know why I have this irrational fear, but I was terrified. Um, so I got a priesthood blessing, went into surgery. And the very last thing that I remember before like falling asleep was Papa P holding my hand in the operating room. And then I remember waking up and um, my middle name is Mary and he always called me little Miss Mary, even when I was not so little. <laughs> um, and I woke up from the surgery and I heard him say, you did good little Miss Mary. And then he was gone. Um, and I remember being in the room in recovery, talking to my husband and just feeling like so angry. Like, why is everything being taken away from me all at once? <laughs> like, yeah. We lost our baby. I lost Papa. Um, and I feel like, you know, in those moments, it's so easy to like be so overwhelmed by the heart that you forget to like, look for those tender mercies. Um, and he kind of, you know, gently reminded me, like, if Papa P was alive, like, he wouldn't have been there holding your hand in the operating room. Um, he wouldn't have been there telling you you did good in recovery. Um, and so I remember, like, really holding on to that, thinking, like, okay, yeah, this really sucks. <laughs> yeah. I've lost so much all at once, but, like, he's right. Like, I, this happened after the funeral. I was able to, like, go to the funeral and focus on all of that and, like, be with Papa P., um, like this didn't happen, you know, while I was trying to say goodbye to him or anything. Um, and he was able to be there for me in a way that he wouldn't have been otherwise. Um, and so I started like looking for those like little glimmers, those little like tender mercies. And, um, one thing that happened, so before he passed away, my cute grandma was like, when you get up to heaven, you better send me a sign that you're okay. <laughs> And she told him that multiple times. And so after he died, we were all kind of like keeping our eyes open, you know, waiting for this, this sign that he was okay up there. Um, and the day of the funeral, um, we, we had the funeral and then I actually went to like an Anya activity. You might've been there. The, the shaving cream. Oh, and slide. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first activity I went to. Yeah. So we were <laughs> Did the shaving cream slip inside and then we went to Chili's after and I remember seeing like this beautiful rainbow in the sky um and I sent a picture to like our big family chat with like my aunts and uncles and everybody and there were two other people that were like my sister who was in Phoenix and then my sister-in-law who um after the funeral went up to Idaho they also sent pictures of rainbows at the exact same time. And so the family who was then spread across multiple different states all saw these rainbows at the same time. And it was like, that's our sign. Like that's Papa telling us that he's going to be okay. Um, and so rainbows have just really become uh, uh, like a symbol to me um, of how like God is there and how Christ is with us and he's in our stories um, because I feel like no matter how many hard things we go through, like 
if we take the time to notice, like we'll always see the rainbows. Um, and I feel like a lot of times people talk about like, oh, the rainbow after the storm, but like we can find those rainbows in a storm also. We don't have to wait until the storm is over to find the rainbows. Like we can find those in the storm. Uh, and those rainbows can be like having that last phone call with Papa P. Um, on the way there, I, I was able to stop at a friend's house and she gave me, you know, a really beautiful gift. And after my surgery, some friends came over and brought me a basket of sunshine. Like those rainbows can be angels that Heavenly Father sends you during your hard times to bring you peace. Um, the rainbows can be, you know, Papa holding my hand in the OR. Mm -hmm. um, there will always be those rainbows if we, if we just choose to look for them. Um, and I think that, that's, you know, af after all of this happened, we, we got pregnant again and it was really, really, really rough. <laughs> I was in and out of the ER, just so, so, so sick. Um, you know, I spent the ER on Christmas. I spent Christmas in the ER um, and was pretty much just like in bed for weeks. My husband was like mom and dad. <laughs> um, and then we, you know, went to our first um, checkup and we had seen our baby's heartbeat in the ER. Um, and then we went to our first doctor's appointment and there was, you know, no longer a heartbeat. And I remember thinking like, seriously, like this again? <laughs> Why is this happening again? Because we had three babies with, with no problems at all. Yeah. Um, we got pregnant really fast. We didn't have any problems staying pregnant. Um, but I still was able to see those rainbows in that storm. Um, I, my family planned like a cruise for Christmas. And it was in the middle of January. And I remember thinking like, this is literally the worst timing for this cruise. Like... <laughs> I was like on home health, like getting IVs at home. Um, and I remember thinking like, we're going to have to pack a whole suitcase, like just for my IVs, <laughs> like, yeah. IV fluid and the supplies. And like, am I even going to enjoy this cruise? And I remember just thinking it was like the worst timing. Like, couldn't have this been like two months later. So I like wasn't so sick anymore. Um, and then we like found out that we had lost our baby just days before we went on this cruise. And it ended up being like, the most incredible, like most healing vacation for us. Um, and, you know, I was still like losing the baby while we were um, on the, the vacation. But I just remember thinking like, Heavenly Father really is so aware. Like sometimes we think that it's like, oh, this is the worst timing. Yeah. <laughs> no, like seriously, this surgery is happening right after I lost Papa or like, Seriously, this cruise is, like, right when I'm so, so sick. And then it ends up just being, like, the perfect time. Um, and I still feel really angry sometimes. <laughs> like, so angry, thinking, like, I should, have, I should have my baby right now. Like, we should have a baby in our family, and we don't. And, you know, there's so many, there's so much confusion, and there's so many questions, and... Sometimes I feel really angry <laughs> and I've seen, I've seen his hand in my story and I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, but I also think it's okay to feel angry. Like all emotions are good. Like there's not a bad emotion. Like, yeah, sometimes emotions like don't make us feel good, but the emotion itself like isn't bad. 
Um, and like, if I let the anger like fester and like start changing who I am as a person, like, yeah, that's not good. But like, it's okay to just like, let yourself feel. Um, and one thing that has become really important in like my whole journey through this grief is the power of the word and um <clears throat> like i can feel angry that my babies were taken away from me and i can feel peace knowing that like heavenly father really does have a plan for me and that his hand is in it and he knows what he's doing even if i don't understand it and don't like it um <clears throat> and like you know, I can feel relieved that I'm not like so miserably sick anymore and still feel heartbroken that I lost my child. Um, and that's been really powerful for me because I remember like feeling that relief, like when I was finally like not so sick, I remember just, um, and I can feel like, I remember, you know, we went on that vacation and I just remember feeling so happy that I like felt good. Like, I'm not sick anymore. I'm not stuck on the couch. Like I can live again. And then I had like this guilt, like I'm a terrible person. Like, how can I feel relieved that I feel good when that means that my baby's gone? Um, and so it's, you can feel relieved that you're not sick anymore and still feel devastated that you've lost your baby. Um, and so that word and has just played a huge role in my journey to healing um, because it's okay to feel conflicting things. It's okay to like feel like a really negative emotion and also still feel that really positive emotion. And emotions really aren't negative. Like all emotions are good. Um, I love how Lael talks about like emotions are like dog. All dogs are good. But like, <laughs> there's a dog that like runs away or acts out or bites someone. But like, that doesn't mean the dog's bad. Like, uh, and so like, that's how emotions are. Like, none of them are, are bad, but like, obviously some of them feel better than others. <laughs> um, and it's okay to feel two different emotions and it doesn't, doesn't make you bad. It doesn't, you know, feeling angry that you've lost something doesn't mean that you don't have faith in Heavenly Father, that you don't love him, that you're not grateful for him. It just means that you're feeling two different emotions and that's okay. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. I ran and got my notes so that I could stay on top of things. Yeah, that's it. I think that's exactly where we left off was the power of and, so that's great. Um, thank you so much. Yeah. I'm so sorry for all these technical difficulties. Oh, it's all good. Oh, that's why I'm like, I do want to go live because I feel like there's something special about people just sharing live. Yeah. So um, I will see if I can dig that up. Cross your fingers, say prayer. <laughs> <laughs> if not, we will just have to have her on another time, right? <laughs> so but I will post this little one. But quick question. I loved how you talked about God's timing and how many times it just seems like it's the worst timing, right? In our eyes, but in his eyes, it really works out just really well. So I'm so grateful that you mentioned that because we all need to realize that and that you can see the rainbows even within the storm. The storm doesn't have to be over, right? 
And I think that's awesome. If we do open our eyes and we are trying to be aware to find those rainbows, we will be able to find them. <coughs> so, and then I loved how you talked about emotions and that they're all okay. You know, it's okay to be angry. And you know what? I think over this last year or two, I have really come to realize it's okay to be angry and it's okay to tell Heavenly Father that you're angry. Yes. You know, how many times do we feel like we have to be at peace and calm every single time we talk to him? And, you know, I definitely feel like that's how I feel most of the time. But he wants to know how we're feeling, even if we're angry, you know, in the situation. So, and when we're confused or have questions, that's when he wants to hear about it from us the most. I feel like, don't you? I love, uh, uh, I saw something the other day, and it was, there's just the scripture that talks about, like, come unto me, all you that are, you know, uh, feeling heavy and are burdened, and I will give you rest. He doesn't say, like, come unto me when you're, like, feeling peaceful and happy. It's like, no, when you're, like, feeling so burdened and so heavy, like, that's when he wants us to come to him. And obviously, he always wants us to come to him. Yeah. But, like, we don't have to wait until we're, like, feeling good and happy and peaceful. Like, he wants us every way that we are. He wants us when we're, you know, feeling angry. Like, he'd rather have us come to him and be like, you know what? Like, I know you have a plan for me, but I'm still so upset that this is happening. Yeah. Then, like, take him out of our lives. So Yeah, it's like, I'm upset. I don't see what you see. So please help me understand, (laughs) you know, because we don't see the whole picture. We just see in the moment. And I always ask (coughs) this question towards the end. If you could go back to that time, that wasn't very long ago for you. But if you could go back and tell yourself something that would like be impressed upon your mind, or if someone right now was going through that similar situation of losing a loved one, like someone really special to them and going through a miscarriage and things, what would you tell them? Man. <laughs> um, I think so. This might be really silly, but like Andy Grammer has been like a really big part of my healing journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the first thing that like popped into my head was like, you got to keep your head up. Um, and uh, there was another song. There were a group of us that were, you know, at this Andy Grammer concert recently. And all of us have had, you know, multiple losses. And we sang this song about, like, it's called Don't Give Up On Me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I think that's huge. Like, don't give up on yourself. And also, like, don't give up on Heavenly Father. Like, he's there. And he loves you. And um, another thing is, like, a huge part part of like seeing heavenly father's hand in my life throughout this journey has been like the angels that he has sent in like other people um actually right here in my room if you can see it I have this gorgeous painting um and it's my very favorite artist and um after our first loss i found this painting that she did of a mom holding a baby wrapped in a rainbow blanket and Mm -hmm. I find that thinking like okay like soon we'll have our rainbow baby and I'll have like this pretty picture to hang and then we lost our second baby and it was like 
okay, like we don't have this rainbow baby. And then this favorite artist of mine came out with this painting. Um, and I commented on her Facebook post and was like, I love this so much. Like I bought this, you know, rainbow baby picture and I can't use it because we've lost another child. And like this picture just means so much to me. And some like random Instagram follower of this artist that I don't even know sent me a copy of this painting. Um, and I remember just opening it and just like tears were just flowing. And it was like the person I don't even know, like did the kindest thing. And like that painting means so much to me because like, that's how I feel. Like it was like, Heavenly Father, like, I don't know why we're doing this, but like, okay, here's this baby, like, you know what you're doing. Um, and so like, we can be those rainbows in another people's storm, like we can be God's hand in someone else's journey and someone else's trial, even if we don't know them, like it can be a complete stranger, and we can make, you know, this huge impact on their life. So that's probably what I would say. Uh, I love that. So to finish us off, I'm just so grateful for you coming on and for you guys that hopped on over and over again <laughs> to join us today after so many ons and offs, right? So I just want everyone to remember that you can read the rainbow in someone else's storm and it doesn't have to be after the storm that the rainbows appear. That's kind of our takeaway today. So thank you so much, Sammy, for joining us. <laughs> and I will get this posted and try to dig up the other one. If not, I will just tell your story and maybe I'll have you write it out so it sounds correct. Or I'll show you something so okay. I can get your story on there. Okay. okay? Sounds good. Thanks, Danica. Thank you. Have a wonderful yeah. day. You too. Yeah.